when I went into the individual counties, I got all the Secretary of State's real-time counts every single 10 seconds, which means we were taking snapshots of the website every 10 seconds of data from every county across every borough in New York. And we put all of that into a spreadsheet and we went down time and we saw how votes were switching and flipping and being deleted and totals being added and subtracted. And we were just told that that was supposed to be normal anomalies. 500,000 votes in one moment were gone and then quote, put back somewhere else. And I tell people, okay, if they covered up the crimes of elite, elite, powerful people who did horrors to children and think that they're gonna do right by you, you are fooling yourself. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have John Paul Rice rejoining the program. I had, a, I, you know, I really have been mad because of what we're watching. I have been doing a lot of interviews at a high level. I, I understand the games that they're playing, I believe, and I don't want to get sucked into the day-to-day. -day. I try to look at things at a higher level, but I also know that we're in a fight right now, and sometimes you got to get your gloves off and you got to be part of that daily fight. And right now we can't allow the, the media to suck everybody in. And I know that's what they're doing. They're playing a big psyop against everybody and acting like uh, Biden has just won. They're, at, they, they're calling it and he's won and it's over and let's move on. And it's, it's a big psyop. It's so obviously fraud. We all know it is. The fraud is astronomical. They're, they're blacking out uh, President Trump that, you know, we put out a statement. The court cases are starting on Monday. Um, not a single race has been certified by the states. It's, it's not over, everybody. It's not over. Just because all these mass media networks act like it is, and you're going to hear it all over the media, it's not true. It's a psyop. They're lying to you. They're lying to you in mass. It's not over until we go through this whole court case. We do, they do all the challenges, and they get to the point where they officially call each race in each state one by one when they can ratify, they can certify the results. And they don't certify unless there isn't any more challenges and they can prove who is a winner or not. And it's going to take a while for that, especially with all the fraud that we're seeing. The nice thing is that the scorecard uh, software, the, the hammer, the scorecard, they were using the software. The CIA was using it in different countries around the world to fix elections, which, you know, whatever you think about that, but they turned it inward. And we have talked about that in this program, numerous cases, how they're taking CIA tools and using it on the American people. That's what they did this time. When the head of the Republican Party in Michigan said they found one polling place that where the software had a glitch of 6,000 votes, that was that, where they took 6,000 votes for Trump and switched them to Biden. That was happening, that software was used all over Michigan. It was used all over the country. How many of you went to bed and then woke up and results were flipped? Even after 100% of the reporting was in, 
That happened in my state. 100% of the reporting, we go to bed, we wake up, and the uh, things have flipped, and other people have won. Well, how does that happen? It doesn't happen. That's called fraud. And so these fights have to go on. Yeah, there's legitimate wins here and there, but not like what we're seeing. So I wanted to talk to John Paul Rice. I want to say, okay, what is going on? He's really optimistic. He knows that the fraud is so obvious and they have so much on them and that they're sitting back collecting the information. They're not sitting back. They're very aggressive. Nobody sits back. This is a fight. But they're getting the information. They're going to go to the courts. Many of these judges have been switched out um, and they've cleaned up a lot of these courts. And we're in the process. They're in the process starting Monday. People have seen that statement from Trump. I have it on my front page of my website, sarahwestall.com. You can see because the media is blacking it out, I put it right on the front of my website. Maybe they won't black it out now that it's going viral because we're all saying it's being blacked out. So the media might be half to um, share it. But it's on the front page of my website at sarahwestall.com, his Donald Trump, President Donald Trump statement about how they're starting the lawsuits on Monday. And the people, it was obvious that what's going on. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about what they're trying to make happen. This isn't going to be pretty because even if it gets flipped back in Donald Trump's favor, there's going to be a lot of angry rioters out there. So something has to happen to calm down the civil unrest. So we're going to talk about all these things, what their plans are, where we're at. It's a long two-part interview, and it's he has some really great insights. He used to be a Bernie supporter, and now he's switched to, because he doesn't want this tyranny. He knows, he sees who's behind this. And this is what I'm trying to tell people who are currently Democrats. You've got to understand who's behind this tyranny. These are the people you would hate the most. I mean, hate isn't the right word, but people you would despise. Hate is kind of. I mean, the, the people that you would dislike the most and the people, their actions, let's say their actions and what they're about, you would dislike the most. And that you, you are fighting for everything they are, fighting against everything they are, and you don't realize you're a patsy, a useful idiot for them. Can't use those terms when I'm talking to them. But trying to get people to understand that who are already, you know, but so many people have come to those conclusions. And John Paul Rice is one of them. When he watched firsthand what happened to Bernie and he watched, he was watching the fraud occur. He's going to tell that story. And then he had a, an awakening when he did his uh, human trafficking uh, film. And he's just been on this journey ever since. And we've become pretty good friends. And he'll he'll explain it here. But before we get into this interview, I want to tell you that you can get amazing products on my website at sarahwestall.com under shop. And I have the telomere lengthening. I have the C60 gel caps, the best in the world. I have all sorts of things that really help support my show. And I also, if you're a patron, you can get a free $50 gift card to get CBD oil or zeolite detox, which it gets the hard metals out of your system. If you're a patron and you have not reached out to get get your free $50 card and you are a first-time customer, email me, send me a message, and I'll give you that free $50 card. And you can get that at patreon.com slash sarahwestall. And last thing, Go to sarahwestall.com under subscribe and be sure to subscribe to my newsletter. Everybody knows how bad this censorship is. Some of the Gmail accounts you might not get. It might bounce. You might not get it. 
you know, make sure that I'm in the good category. I'm not set to spam. If you have another email besides Gmail or beside, you know, because we're suing Google, so that lawsuit's going on, they're going to censor my stuff. So hopefully you have uh, an email account that isn't a Gmail account. But I do get a lot of, a lot of my Gmail does go through people I send to Gmail. So it's not necessarily going to be censored. Anyways, go to sarahwestall.com under subscribe, get signed up for my newsletter, get signed up for my other platforms. All my signups are there. So now let's get into this interview with John Paul Rice. Hi, John. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Sarah. Good to be here with you. Thank you for having me on. Well, I wanted to have you because I, I knew you've been thinking about this a lot and you've been looking at this whole election issue from a bigger picture and you had some experiences back in 2016 help people understand how this fraud is happening and before we started I gotta tell you I'm pissed you know and I I've been covering big picture stuff too that's what I like to cover I like to put make sense and put things in context but at the same point we got to show people that there's actually is fraud going on and this is actually happening but it's hard for me because I like to fight for the under I like to fight for truth I like to fight for what's right and so when it's so blatant in your face it's hard not to get frustrated not, not even frustrated, just be mad, you know, like, get out of my way. I, I just want to be like, leave, you know, you're done. But but we, we have to do that together. People have to work together consciously. Can you explain what you saw in 2016 and how that ties to today? Yeah, so uh, for your listeners who don't know me, um, I was a Democrat. I followed Bernie Sanders into the from 2015, actually, in July and August, I started hearing about him and seeing his rallies, and there were like 10,000 10, people in Wisconsin, and they really didn't even have a, much of an organization at that time. It was just the energy, excitement, and enthusiasm, and that caught me like it did in 2008 with Obama. So I followed it, and all the criticisms of the system, you know, we can talk about that, but just the general momentum was... I started seeing how there was a surge with Sanders in both the in both the organic chemistry. I mean, 20,000 people in Los Angeles showed up for him before there was even a primary or a debate and um, early on in Los Angeles. And so there was something magical about that and everybody felt good. And I and I watched what happened and I looked at Clinton. And I saw that there was nobody showing up for her. She had 5,500 people that showed up for her on Roosevelt Island when she launched her campaign in 26, 2015, May 2015. You can look it up online. That was the largest crowd she ever had at any time, including in the general election. Not surprised. At 5,500 people. Right. And then the server thing came in, and that started marring her character and her her persona that the media had created for her. But Sanders rose very quickly in fundraising. And I actually looked at, I mean, I'll just tell you, I dove into the Sanders fraud. Um, I'm not saying better than anybody else, but I really, really, really went hard at it because I was seeing things that everybody is like, everybody that you're, everything that everybody is seeing now, I saw. And many other people saw. They were seeing numbers flipped. They were seeing... Uh, uh, percentages above 100% or turnout, you know, rates so high and numbers that were switching and changing and counting that was stopping and provisional ballots. 
and registrations that were thrown off and all, all of the everything that you can measure the colossal collateral carnage damage that's being done and perpetrated on the American people right now they did it in that primary so they had they've already done this this is not this is not their first rodeo and and the Sanders thing was not even before that but what they did in that primary is they deleted millions of votes, deleted millions of votes from each state. And I'll give you one example. In, in, in August, April, I think it was April 26, 2016, it was the New York primary. There were two weeks of calls, three million phone calls from Sanders supporters into New York a donations by the tens of millions of dollars, a debate. And the energy and enthusiasm and the organic grassroots nature in New York to get out the vote, the rallies and the crowds, just like now, the crowd size was astronomical for Sanders in relation to Clinton. And everybody donated their hearts out for this man. And here's what happened. In 2008, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton ran against each other. She was the senator from New York. That's the media narrative that they gave you. So she has favorable support. And Barack Obama in 2008 against her only won one county, one single county in 2008 for a primary that he won in the state of New York. He won one county and she won the state of New York. 57 to 38%, roughly that, okay? Same percentages, 57, 38. Remember this. You're going to see it everywhere. When I went into the individual counties, I got all the Secretary of State's real-time counts every single 10 seconds, which means we were taking snapshots of the website every 10 seconds of data from every county across every borough in New York. And we put all of that into a spreadsheet and we went down time and we saw how votes were switching and flipping and being deleted and totals being added and subtracted. And we were just told that that was supposed to be normal anomalies. 500,000 votes in one moment were gone and then, quote, put back somewhere else. Like it would be deleted from Sanders and added to Clinton. It wasn't that simple. What they were doing is, here's the thing that most people don't know, okay? And this is why Trump won. So everybody can calm down right now. Trump won this election in a landslide. And the reason why they have to do fraud in the first place is because they're not winning. They're losing. Well, uh, that's the bottom. That's the bottom line. I I mean, I mean, Biden couldn't even get a handful of people at. I mean, he had to work hard to get a handful of people at a rally versus tens of thousands. For I mean, it's just absurd that he could have gotten on the eve on the eve of the election. They have Lady Gaga come out, and I was in Philadelphia, by the way, two weeks ago. Okay, I was in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, where they have the mask mandate and everything. And I was in an area and people are coming and going and they're moving around. 
In other words, people put their mask on. If they're doing the social distancing, they're putting their mask on. If they're totally obedient, obedient and compliant to it. Lady Gaga, on the eve of the election, in a free concert for Joe Biden, a rally, can only draw less than 100 people. What the hell is going on? Just compare that to 2016 with Clinton and the entire lineup of celebrities that they brought out in rallies at any given day. People wanted to be around them. They don't want to be around these people anymore. These are not the majority. That's what I'm trying to get across is that they never have been for a long time. Well, this is becoming, I mean, it was so obvious. So there's no way that Biden could have more votes than any other person in history, including Obama. I mean, he, oh, the way it's racking, I mean, it's like, that's just, you have to, you have to go with what you're seeing. That's absurd based on what we're seeing, right? There's no way you when you wake to, yes, up. It's an absurdity. It's absurdity. When you wake, you go to bed and Trump is winning by, by a long shot in most of those states. And it looks like he's going to easily take them. You go to bed because they magically stop counting. And then you wake up and suddenly he's behind and they, they have, they have a huge upward straight up curve because Biden got 100% of the votes of like 138,000 in Michigan and 120,000 in Wisconsin. And I mean, just absurd. And then the absurdities keep this. coming in. You know, it's just so obvious. Yeah. So, and then, the, but I think what makes me more angry and, and, and I know I've been doing so, so many big shows. I know that what is really going behind, behind going on in this, but it's still, makes me angry because there's people who are okay with this and sitting on it and doing it. But the mass media calling the election and then bombarding us with the news that that Biden won, even though there's court cases, there's fraud, there's all this stuff, and then they're acting. And Fox News is right in front of them. They're leading the charge. This is, I think that makes me more mad because it's a, a front. It's an affront to our intelligence it's an affront to our country, and we won't have this. I mean, you know, these are the same people that protect child traffickers. Enough of these yes. people. Enough it's of these people. The same. I, yes. I, I ask people all the time, I'll ask your audience, okay, you've seen the video in 2016 in Project Veritas with Amy Robach on ABC News, owned by Disney, who's one of his, the members was on that island. Okay, and she's talking about how they had the story in 2016 of Virginia, Virginia Guffrey. They had all of it. They had all the names, Bill Clinton, uh, Dershowitz, Hershowitz, whatever. They had all the names, they had all the data and information, and then they pulled that story. Why? Because the, the prince, Prince Andrew, and the access to the royal family came into play. And that was the excuse, but we all know what it is. It implicates all of them and it raises bigger questions and it also tarnishes that false illusion. And, it, and it's going to be a problem in a 2016 election with Trump coming in, if he potentially gets in, what the implications of that are. So they covered it up and I tell people, okay, if they covered up the crimes of elite, elite powerful people who did horrors to children, and think that they're gonna do right by you, you are fooling yourself. If they do this, what they do to children, they do to all of us. Well, and if they can lie about a virus, 
where and and do lockdowns even after they've proven that yeah. 10 times or more people die from the lockdown than from the actual virus and they still want to do lockdowns they can lie about that they and they can lie about child trafficking they can you think they right. wouldn't lie about an election but we can't let them we can't let them but you're not worried and that's why i'm very interested in why you're not worried and i want to know why you think i know trump and, and company and the administration knew this was coming that's you know mail mail in ballots mm -hmm. is illegal everywhere in every first world country for this reason because it's fraud it's rampant fraud they knew this was coming so they weren't just sitting ducks they knew and that's what you're you're saying is they knew but what do they have that you think is up their sleeve that's legit up their sleeve because I'm hearing reports okay, and I'm so, not sure what I can believe and not believe. There's a lot of right, fraud, so fraudulent people in the independent media too, but go ahead. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's dissect each one of them. So um, we have the observable anomalies, right? And they've been addressed by Giuliani, they've been addressed by Trump, and they've been addressed by social media across a variety of you know, speculate from speculation to hard facts and reporters raising questions. And what have you seen on the blue check mark side for, let's say, like Jennifer Rubin and Ocasio? Jennifer Rubin being the Washington Post, MSNBC contributor, a pro democracy advocate, telling people that we have a list. Oh, God. You are on a list. And I'm going to put that, that tweet up. You are not going to be a part of our polite society anymore. She's saying this to 70. She's saying you. She's saying that to 70 million people. Yes. All of these people. Hillary Clinton called each and every one of you a deplorable. That's what they see you as. They saw you. She was the embodiment of that statement for all the establishment. Okay. So every single one of these people sees you as their enemy and you are expendable. And they will not stop until they have fulfilled you being controlled and submissive to their vision of the world. Now, the key is, is what your response will be. And if it's violence and if it's malice, you're going to play right into the devil's hand every single time because that's exactly what they want you to do. They want, psychopaths want to prove that you are in fact corruptible like they are. They have to fulfill their world view. What they do to the most innocent among us in children, they do to all of us. They are turned on by hurting the innocence of a child and corrupting it and destroying it. That's how they can sit there with a smile on their face and a straight face at you and call you a right-wing conspiracy theorist for questioning the nature and the means of which they're marketing cuties as art, as a feminist, powerful piece of art. They have the gall to stand in front of you and tell you among all the choices of the things that they could present to you in the way that they do, that you are a conspiracy theorist because you shouldn't believe your lying eyes. This is the devil speaking to you. It is, it's evil. How did you go from being uh, 
the way they would categorize you, a far left nut job to now you're a far right conspiracy theorist. You know, I mean, I'm a far right conspiracy theorist and I always thought I was kind of in the middle. They, uh, they call people who are African-Americans uh, white supremacists because they think a certain, I mean, they're just, they don't care what they call you. You're automatically in a box if you think a certain way, even though you're not really. How did you make that transition to being what you are? I faced my dark side, my own monster inside of me, and I have begun to master it with unconditional love. And and that made you look at the truth and start questioning, looking at things from a different... Yes, to, to be aware of yourself and to know yourself in this time, and I'll just be in the most practical sense. The outside world right now, by all observable means, does not make any sense. And yet we give our power away to it by believing in it. It gives it energy and life and meaning. Once you see through the illusion, well, the, the illusion on the outside is one thing, but it's what's on the inside that's waiting to come out is the question. Because all of us have believed, we have projected. The, re the reason why we have Trump, and, and it's not to justify anything of this man, all I'm saying is that he is the ugly face to all of what we have been subjected to before, but we have projected onto that screen, that tube that gives us Barack Obama and his persona, Bernie Sanders and his persona, Hillary Clinton and her persona, George W. Bush and his persona, and all the people in between to believe in them as though what they give us on television is any representation of reality as though it exists in our real lives and in theirs at the same time. That's why it's all a false illusion. But we play and we are sucked into it by our emotions for which they play us on because they know how to program you. And even if they're gaslighting you, they're, they're even more instilling in their base an insulation away from truth and facts. So it's not what they're doing to us so much as what we're giving to them to allow them to do that to us when in fact all of us are here. If you look at this time, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to know all the facts and everything else, but nobody wants to live in this world as it exists right now or before. We want to get out of here. We want to, <laughs> we want to get into 2021 and put 2020 behind us. Nobody wants to live <laughs> in this time. If you do, you're a crazy person. Uh, yeah. You are. You're a crazy person. If you want this kind of drama and this insanity and want to just scream and shout and, and cry, and, and well, then get it all out. Get it all out of your system. Truly, get it all out of your system because you're going to need to get it out of your system if you're going to have a future. And it's got to begin today. It can't begin, you know... It's like, it's craziness, it's madness what people are doing. And I understand why, Sarah, but it's not to condemn them. Because I, it took me four years to come to this moment. And a lot of people played a role, including you, in that awakening. So it's our job to create the reality that we wish to shape for the future rather than to respond to those forces 
that are destructive and summon that energy out of us to fight them. You will not get to a new reality by fighting the old system. You must build a new model in a new direction that makes the old way obsolete and no longer has power. None of these people have power other than your consent and belief in them and their false illusion of reality as it's projected onto you. And so you fight over all of that with BLM and Antifa and liberalism and Marxism. And it's all one and the same is that you come back and you look at all of this is in our minds. And yet we, we fight among each other. We're given license to fight among each other rather than look at the people responsible. And that is the new time that we're in. We're going to see behind the curtain for the very first time and have public disclosure. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do, because it's a psy. We're living in a psyop. This is bullshit. And and whenever I get, whenever anybody from the other side that who's really in that matrix tries to come after me, I'm just like I try to give them the information. I try to be civil with them. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I can't waste my time with you because you're just so too far gone, and that sucks energy for me. But that's why I'm always looking at bigger picture stuff. But there are times where you have to get your feet, your hands dirty and you got, and this is the time right now, yes. we can't lose the momentum that we have. Yes. Trump needs to stay in power so that we can take down the criminals so that we can keep rebuilding, keep building our future and keep destroying that their power base because we can't allow what they have constructed to, to be the power base in this world. No, but, and yeah. this is the time that we get our hands dirty a bit and we make sure that, and now you aren't worried, and I'm only, I'm only worried because they're creating this illusion, not because, to me it's obvious oh, he won, yes. but now we got the court battle and, and I wanna know what you think, why do you think, okay, he won, but why do you think it's, it's, in the bag for proving it in court. All of that because um, now there's a lot of theories running around, some of which I've entertained, but there's, um, I always kind of, I always take, I listen to everybody, right? And I, and there's certain things that jump out at me when people say things, when Trump says certain things, I, I pay attention, especially when they're off the cuff. He's been telling us all this year that this was coming. If you go back to this June 22nd tweet, he says it'll be the greatest uh, uh, fraud of our time or something like that. I mean, he was he was already telling everybody about mail-in ballots back in June. And what what you are what you are witnessing, if you really look back, this has been observed by many people. This is not just me, but I I see it a pattern that. See, what the media does is they telegraph everything to you through, a, you can call it a PSYOP, but they, through programmed, um, they seed ideas in people through their speech. And, you know, what most people don't know is that the people who are running these media corporations know your mind better than you do. They actually know how to program your mind. They always give you this whole thing about subliminal programming and debate that part of it. But what they don't tell you is that your subconscious mind with a trusted face on television will take in all that information and data and treat it as though it is real without any kind of scrutiny. Different than when, if a stranger said exactly the same thing to you, to your face or on your Facebook wall, you would challenge it and question it. 
So they've had that power for a very long time and they know how to use it. And this is the power they're losing because people are like, that's bullshit. Yes, that's why Trump's here. Trump is the mirror to expose that because tr Trump is, it's like you have the face of Bush and the face of Obama. They're nice faces. Chris Hedges even said this. He's a socialist. Years ago, I don't totally, I don't agree with many of the things that Chris Hedges says, um, but the criticisms are fair. He said these were all the, Obama was the nice face. Trump is the ugly face, but he's, no different in the sense that what we have always done as a ritual in this country is project onto them how we feel. And, are in, and, and it's not a conscious choice, it's an unconscious choice that they program into you. So the thing that you're rightfully worried about, Sarah, and I am too, because I don't think it all ends in rainbows and sunshine, is that all of these people who are dancing and celebrating in the streets and singing YMCA right now outside of the White House to mock him as though he's going away, those people are the most deceived among this psychopathic class. Yes, that's accurate. Criminality and monstrosity. And they don't know that they're in on the, they're, they don't know that they're the butt end of the joke. The useful idiots, so yes. That, Look, what's happening is this, and, and, I, and, and time will reveal the truth, but I, I've seen enough momentum in this direction, and I can give you connecting points of speculative but also concrete evidence. And that is this. These psychopaths, and I said this to my friends months ago, as they are being perped walked and pulled and going out the door, exiting the stage, they will scratch, claw, drag, kill, murder, scream, yell, speak the virtue, the righteousness as they smile at you in the face of facts. And they will take all of their people down with them. They use them for their revolution every single time throughout history. They create the predatory system which creates the inequality and the issues of that time. And then the people rise up and they are given these figures in from, quote, inside the government who talk about a more tolerant government, a more, but it's a more central and stronger government over the people. And then those people, the true believers, they'll be the first ones killed because they're the, they're the ones who will notice the deception faster than anybody else. They're mortified. That, that's what happened with the, all the Bolshevik revolutions, which this is essentially that. They go in, and the first ones that it's, are killed are those because they, yeah, they're the first ones that are taken out because they're program. the ones that are going to fight you the hardest. Yes. These Luc this particular group of Luciferians has done this over and over and over to us again. Today, I, somebody sent me an article. Today, there was a false celebration on this day 100 years ago um, that I was reading about and right in the midst of the Spanish flu. And, and this is a ritual. These people use, I, I know this sounds crazy to some people who haven't looked into this. When Nikola Tesla says that the if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of uh, energy, frequency, and vibration. And people go, okay, well, what does that mean? Your energy in matter, 
you have 50 trillion cells in your body and 100 trillion atoms in each cell. And there is atomic energy that you are vibrating in matter with at all times and everything else around you in the entire world. These people who do this worship of a dark god and sacrifice children for that purpose, to give energy to that god that they worship, they channel that energy into the world. And they sow their crap out into matter. And they, and they reap and they sow and they reap and they sow and they reap and they sow every single time until they suck all the life out of it that they can only to retain more power. That is a psychopath's dream. It is, they have no care, no compassion. On the, on the most narcissistic level, if you look at the, the guy who ran the Fry Film Festival and the documentaries, that is them as, as innocent as it gets. What do you mean? Explain that. Explain the Fry Film Festival. Fry Film Festival guy, uh, I, I'm, I know everybody out there who knows this knows his name. I just saw it and I, I learned from it. What he did was he was a narcissist at minimum and a sociopath. And what he, what he did was he created a music festival and got all this sponsorship on an island to create the ultimate music festival party and invited all these celebrities to come and fly their private jets in. And he convinced everybody that it was, it was on and it was going to be epic. And, and people paid thousands of dollars. People invested hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. He had his, he had his business associates um, max out their, their American Express credit cards to the tens of thousands of dollars. And it was all a lie. Then what happened? He just took the money? It was all an illusion. What did he do? He took the money. Well, he's just, and now everybody thinks he's an asshole. Well, and he's like on his own. So then what happened yeah, to him? Everybody thinks, yes, everybody thinks, correct, everybody thinks he's an asshole. But if you look at the story, he created in the wake of him being an asshole, he created misery for everyone else by the thousands. One person with that proclivity and determination on for just a music festival. Think that somebody in Washington, D.C. is not like that. Think that somebody in Hollywood is not like that, who runs a studio. They may be more intelligent and more sophisticated and more educated, but my question to everybody is, if you, you cannot have the duality of a world where human trafficking is permissible between two and a half and five million children a year with 40 million people and $150 billion on that table, somebody is profiting from that. That's not little Johns on the street. $150 billion industry and think that somehow that can coexist with us having a world where children are valued and that we're creating a, a, a future for children. How can we be creating a future for children when human trafficking is staring us right in the face out there in front of us and we go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Let's create a, a world for children with that existing. Well, and we both know that 
$150 billion industry just on the trafficking. You add in organ trafficking, you add in drug trafficking and slave. They're all together. It's getting, it's getting to be almost a trillion dollar industry. Because they're all, if you are going to create and have an industry like that and it's thriving and flourishing, that means the most powerful people in the world are protecting it and involved in it. And who are the most powerful exactly people right. in the world? And that's the people that we're fighting right now. That and the central bankers yes, behind and the people behind this freaking coronavirus. They're all one in the same. Look, here's why I get, here's, uh, you asked me a question. I do want to bring it back to why am I confident in this time? Because yes, that's important. We forget, we forget what happens and we don't know the whole story, which is why the media still has power because the media changes history. If we've had fake news, we've had fake history. You can't have, if, if you've had fake news, how, what, what is true about history? What parts of history are true? Very little. And, and look at the people right now. In, well, look at the people and the foot soldiers that they're using right now and before to erase that history, destroy that history. The very people that are out there marching against the system are being used by the system who is giving them license to go out and do that. And they don't notice the contradiction. Not because they're not, not yes it is, not because they're stupid. It's because they've been misled and the world as it's been presented to them substitutes their mother and father for them. And is the authority and they don't even see it because it's integrated into their personality through their online personas and all of the information that's through that electronic hallucination on your phone and your computer screen. And if you really take a step back further and look at it from 9-11 to now, has the world gotten better or more contentious? It's worse, right? More contentious. These people created this. They created this horrific situation for us to bring us down against each other. And it is up to the American people at this time to rise together and know that you are the majority in the face of this fraud. You are the majority of this country who believes in the truth and wants love to be the center of humanity, not the hatred and anger that's being shown to us by one side of the political equation and is summoning, Sarah, they're summoning that energy to come out and you're going to see people on the right start saying stupid things. And Trump knows this and that's why they have to put this down right away. You know what the bright spot is? Is that yeah. a lot of African-Americans, yeah. black people, they didn't buy into it. In fact, Trump doubled his, yes. his uh, following because they didn't buy into the bullshit that was being taught, you know, yes. all this crap. They're like, no, I'm not a victim. I want to solve this too, but I'm going to do it with responsibility and love and take, re and, and no, I don't want your bullshit anymore. So, but okay, so you think, we know that it was a landslide, but, and, and we're making progress with this movement's really happening. We're really starting to see their power structure yeah. go down. And that's why they're doing this, which is, I think, you know, I can't, I tell everybody, this is a psyop, it's BS, court starts Monday and we're watching. But why do yes. you think? Yeah, there's, there's no way out. There's, there's, why do you think, because is it because the evidence is so, is, I mean, it's so absurd. It's so there that as soon as it starts going to court, that process will educate part of the useful idiots. It'll start to 
it's not going to change the way certain people feel. So what they have to do, I, I was contemplating this the other night, and I, I don't know. This is where I say I don't know. But I'm saying, okay, if you are to put down social unrest on any level, let's just say, I mean, price it out for Biden or Trump being victorious and the courts, let's just, let's just go through it. The courts say uh, these ballots are true, these ballots are invalidated, uh, thereby the real totals are this, uh, you know, MAGA everywhere and we all win. That doesn't put it down. What has to happen is there has to be uh, a major event, a, a, a self-evident event that takes the anger and that energy and that terror and that fear and points it at the people who deserve it. <laughs>